It's time for the La Sabrina Hair Design Podcast with Amy Button. Hey there, Charlie McDermott back, co-host of the show and my other co-host slash cohort, Amy Button is with me. Amy, how you doing? I'm doing good. It's good to be here. Great to be here as well. We Awesome holiday season. It was chilly. There were some mm-hmm. germs circulating around, but hey, we came out back or, or out of it all the better, right? Did you have a good holiday? Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. That it was. We should do it again. Can we can we can we do it again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my kids have been asking, can we just redo Christmas <laughs> over uh, again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once a year just isn't enough. Man. Yeah. Uh, but we are back and we've now entered, you know, hey, it's amazing with life, right? There's there's always the next thing. And and we have now entered the engagement season. And I know that because guess whose daughter just got engaged? Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's funny we're going to talk about that today. And, and I'm going to be taking notes and I'm going to pass this along to her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know you want to get into uh, decisions and, and, and what happens during the engagement se- season. So I'm going to turn the mic over to you. Yeah. So we call it engagement season. And that usually is um, from when the holidays start to Valentine's Day. So about November um, to the end of February. And uh-huh. then um, with that, there's a lot of decisions that all of a sudden need to be made and it can be a little overwhelming so if i can kind of help bring some shed some light on the bridal team beauty team aspect of that i would love to share tips and tricks wow yeah yeah that's awesome because i i'm not involved in many if any of the decisions fortunately uh but boy <laughs> there are a lot of decisions outside of your world and 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 uh yeah. I'm kind of glad I'm not involved. Uh, but yeah. fortunately, Barb is. And, right. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, fill us in. What, what, you know, what do we have to consider? What kind of tips do you have? Because you, this is something you've been doing for years and years, helping other brides uh, look their best and, and have an awesome experience during their wedding day. Yeah. So one of the biggest things that a bride can do Um, that will just really help them through the decision-making process is to look up reviews and pictures. This is something that even, I would say, 12 years ago, there wasn't as many options to find those um, Mm. reviews and pictures. But now we have businesses all over Facebook and Instagram, social media, um, Pinterest, Um, But the best places I feel like to look other than Instagram, because Instagram is a real quick, you can scroll through pictures and you get a good idea of the quality of work. Um, But my favorite places are the wedding wire and the knot. Um, Those um, sites have vendors, all like every vendor you can think of from photographers, venues um, to bridal hair and makeup. And a lot of times, too, within those sites, not only can you see the reviews and you can see the pictures, but you can also see what awards that they've won. Mm -hmm. Um, And vendors 
also get to give recommendations for other vendors. So um, for me, before creating my own salon um, team, where I have a couple of different teams that I can send out every weekend, um, before I had that established, um, I was really particular about makeup artists that I wanted to work with. Um, Cause within the beauty industry, you want to work with somebody that has the same quality and the wedding day is that important to them, just as important. Um, so the recommendations from the vendors on the site, I feel like are also mm -hmm. um, overlooked. It's with something, it's a tool that most brides I feel like don't even know is there. Um, and right. that I think is a huge like tip that yeah. most brides don't even, they're just not aware. And what would you say is the difference between a, a vendor or a business referral or, or a review, I mean, uh, versus a consumer or a past client review? Um, well, they're both very important. Um, yeah. But when you have a recommendation from another vendor, especially if that vendor has been in the bridal industry for any length of time and they've got experience, they know who's easy to work with. And the last thing you want the day of your wedding is stress that has right. absolutely nothing to do with your wedding or your family. Because <laughs> yeah. stress is just something that comes with planning a wedding. It's all worth it in the end. But if you can cut out drama, unnecessary drama, or people who are not easy to work with or don't have the same quality, um, then it's just going to make your day run a lot smoother. And mm -hmm. vendors that love working with other vendors um, and they work well together, they're usually on the same page. They have the yeah. same mindset. They have the same feelings on timelines. Um, and they're usually very flexible. Uh, and I feel like with reviews and uh, those recommendations from other ven vendors and pictures of the quality of their work, all of those things reflect whether or not a wedding vendor is in the wedding industry for money versus it is something mm. they love. And most wedding vendors, it reflects in those things, the recommendations, the reviews and the pictures. Yeah, boy, so many good points there. The one that really resonates with me, I hadn't even thought of, because you would think that that each vendor is an independent entity, which they are, um, and but they're all interacting with one another, and and the success of one vendor or delay or failure is gonna it's gonna have that ripple effect on everyone else, right? So yeah. that makes sense that you want to work with someone that one has seen you in action under pressure, right? The stress of the wedding right. um, and, and performing brilliantly because it, it only makes them look better and feel better because, Hey, if we're all feeling great, everyone's going to feel great. Right. It just gets yeah. spread out. Yeah. Nah, I, I like that. Would have never thought about that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Anything else that uh, comes to mind? So for the bridal um, hair and makeup, umbrella of trying mm -hmm. to pick what you're looking for. Um, once you've picked your um, Southwest Florida ven venues or vendors, venues, everything, um, yeah. 
when it comes to specifically bridal hair and makeup, there are a lot of questions that like before you can even book your date that seem to come up frequently asked questions, if you will. Um, and one of those is the location because travel has changed over the years. Um, mm. It was a lot less expensive to travel an hour to somebody's venue, wherever they're getting ready. Um, so a lot of bridal um, beauty specialists are kind of honing in on the area in which they're servicing. Um, for us specifically, if you're within Naples, we don't charge you a travel fee. Um, but it, I used to be able to make that radius a little bit larger. But now with the increasing inflation and gas prices, um, mm. we've had to kind of hone that in. So there is travel fees associated with having a bridal beauty team come to you. Um, the next question that always comes up is head count. How many people do you think you're going to have with you the day of getting hair and makeup? Um, for us, we have a four person minimum. If you have under four people, we have bridal parties in the salon all of the time. Again, though, your location uh, would yeah. be factored into that. I, would never want a bride stressing out about traffic if the venue is an hour away from the salon. <laughs> um, so those are usually the top two questions. Yeah. And the third big one is the photographer's timing. That is how I base all my timely mm. timing off of because the photographer one is one of the most expensive things for the day. And a lot of times it's per hour. So it's really important that I'm working with the photographer's timeline so that I'm not wasting their time, wasting the bride's time um, and honoring the fact that the bride is spending money on the photographer per hour, typically. So yeah. I base everything off of when the photographer wants everybody ready by. And if you can keep your photographer happy all day long, <laughs> then yeah. it makes the day so much smoother. Um, so now do you find uh, uh, the photographer, does the photographer ever, uh, you know, stop in during your session and take shots or is that more of a, just a wedding? Yeah. Thing? So usually a photographer asks a lot of those questions. What kind of pictures are important to the bride and hmm. most bridal parties, I would say 90% of the time, the photographer shows up probably a half an hour before I'm finished and they take detail shots of okay. the wedding invitation, the wedding rings, the flowers, like all of those. And they are so talented at what they do. It's so yeah. much fun to watch them. Yeah. Um, but then also having that just half an hour of overlap um, you get getting ready pictures where most everybody has their makeup done. <laughs> so nobody on your bridal party really wants a picture of them half done. <laughs> like yeah. we all yeah. want to look good in the pictures. So um, yeah. Yeah. We do usually interact yeah. and it is a yeah. lot of fun, but when the photographer arrives, usually that's when you start feeling the motion of how the day is going to yeah. go. Um, yeah. So if we're just about done, then nobody's stressing out about, oh, my gosh, I've got so much to do still. And we're about to walk out the door. Um, just makes it a lot more. Yikes. Yeah. Stress -free. <laughs> uh, 
I have a, a, maybe it's an off the wall question, but as you're talking, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just thinking back to my daughter, you know, she, she's going to place to place, trying on wedding gowns and all that. And I'm wondering, you know, because hair for women, I mean, for me, there's not much you could do, but you know, uh, if I have long hair, do I wear it up? Do I do this or that? Mm-hmm. Do, do you find that some brides come in and, 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 you know, not wedding day, um, but, but pre-wedding day to look at different possibilities and styles, or is it, they have it, they know coming in that, Hey, I want my hair a certain way. And you find out the day of the, um, the wedding. So I highly recommend doing a trial, which is held in the salon. And I try to coordinate it so that when they come in for a hair trial, they're also coming in for their makeup trial because they'll get the Uh, full look. Yeah. Updos look kind of crazy on a person if their makeup is not also done. <laughs> so yeah. it is good to try and get those things at the same time. Um, now, for me and my other hair artists and makeup artists, we do this every weekend. So the, the chances of you showing us a picture of something that we haven't already done or seen before is really slim. Mm. Um but the trial is really for the bride. It is the same as kind of trying on a wedding dress. It's you don't okay. really know if you like it unless you try it on. So yeah. it helps with that. It helps cut down on consultation time the day of. So then the bride can just sit with a mimosa and not even think about what's yeah. happening to her head or face. Yeah. <laughs> um, they really can relax. Okay. It also gives you the opportunity to meet your team. Because, uh, I mean, we mesh really well with lots of different people um, because weddings is what we love. It's what we do. Um, but it gives the bride an ease of, yeah. you know, I'm ex- I'm excited for my bridal team to come because I've already met them. I know that they're kind and flexible and they're going to be fun the day of. Yeah. So it really is for the bride. We can do it without a trial, but the bride it just makes the day so much smoother if you do a trial okay that makes sense i love it i love it what else any other tips that you have um i don't think so there's one other question that i always ask and it catches brides off guard um but it's a it's a question i try to ask at the trial another great reason to have a trial and that's do you have any off-limits looks (laughs) for your girls Uh, or do you have specific looks that you want your girls to do because you know every once in a while I do get one bridesmaid that wants a faux hawk but the rest of the bridal party went with a really elegant look so it gives the bride the opportunity to set standard Um, and and then I know without even bothering the bride hey that's outside of the box that we're doing today (laughs) That's a great, great tip. Oh my goodness! Yeah, because that could really stress the bride out. I would imagine if, uh, you yeah, know, you're, who, you who wants to, your to start right conflict now. the day? I'm yeah, like, oh, you can't have that. <laughs> oh yeah. wow, good stuff. Well, you know, for and for our listeners, and I meant to say this earlier. I mean, this is where you got your start, right? Did, yeah. Didn't you first focus solely on? Bride, uh, brides and you know, I don't know whatever you you would for however you would phrase it, but you traveled and and uh, helped brides all, all over Southwest Florida and beyond, right? Did you go outside? Uh, yeah, I've done weddings yeah. in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, yeah. Rhode Island, yeah. Connecticut, 
tons in Massachusetts because that's where I'm from. Um, but yeah, it started as a hobby and it turned into a career. So, um, and usually people can tell when I start talking about it because it is, it is just a lot of fun for me. I really, really love it. And because I've been doing it for almost 20 years now, um, I've seen even fads come and go. So, um, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun to, kind of I don't know ride a ride a fad for a while but then with weddings there's always that constant um classic things that are timeless and I love that too I bet you've seen it all in 20 years wow wow so I, I and and you know obviously the podcast folks can look up your number and and social media and all that uh the podcast the same, but just for listeners who either know someone getting married um, and or maybe it's them, uh, best way for them to reach out and get in touch. Yeah. So if you're planning a wedding, the best way um, is to go on our website or Wedding Water or The Knot. We're on both of those sites as well. Um, and there's a form you can fill out and it kind of gives you the opportunity to answer some of those frequently asked questions Um, and it helps us kind of get the ball rolling a little bit faster, but we also have a form at the front desk. So um, if you call our number 239-537-9315, the receptionist has a form at the front desk where she'll then prompt you to, you know, she'll ask those questions and fill out a form and pretty much all of them get filtered through me. Um, And then, yeah, the more information I have, the better. Awesome. Awesome. And then timing, I I would assume uh, never too early to reach out, maybe get on the schedule, because like you said, you you only have so many teams for for uh, to put out on any given day. Um, What would you recommend uh, to someone who is just got the proposal and they said yes? That's also probably important. Uh, Yeah. Your your best, yeah, if it is a little overwhelming, so bridal hair and makeup usually is not the very first thing. For some brides, it is the most important thing, and they want to yeah. get that out of the yeah. way first. Um, but usually, once you have your venue booked and you have a photographer and even your florals, um, then bridal hair and makeup really needs to be the next thing. And I would say you you don't want to wait more than... I don't know, six months out. I do have brides that even three weeks before they're asking me about their date, but there are so many brides that are planning ahead by a year, a year and a half, um, that the chances of your date being available um, gets smaller and smaller the longer you wait. So especially if we need time to kind of filter through all of those questions, do you want to be on location? Do you want to be in the salon? Um, while I'm talking to brides, I'm getting more brides asking for the same date. So um, it is definitely better to think ahead. So I would say anywhere between a year before your wedding or to six months before your wedding, you really should have that, you know, set in place. Mm -hmm. Well, terrific. Well, you, you sure are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the getting ready for the wedding and certainly the day of and and i would also probably just the um secondary benefit of 
what you provide is because you've been to so many venues, you work with so many photographers and caterers and on and on and on. Uh, you, I'm sure you find yourself maybe guiding folks based on what their wants and needs are to other great yeah. vendors that you work with. Yeah. 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 And like I said, I mean, we get really excited to work with people that love weddings as much as I do. Yeah. Um, so I get really excited when people ask me, oh, do you have any recommendations? In fact, yeah. I feel like I overwhelm a bride when she's sitting in my chair. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this one is really talented too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Well, Amy, thank you. Welcome to 2023 and look forward to uh, seeing you in the next episode. Yeah. You too. Thanks for listening to the La Sabrina Hair Design Podcast. To learn more about the La Sabrina Hair Design Experience, go to www.lasabrinahairdesign.com. That's www.lasabrinahairdesign.com or call 239-537-9315.